I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. This is the second of three short talks about the Beatitudes. Last time I spoke about Jesus' teaching that comes immediately after the Beatitudes, about us being salt and light to bring out the God flavours and God colours in the world. I talked about noticing, pointing and enhancing. This week I'm back at the beginning and thinking about the word blessing and what it means. Again, reading from the Message Translation of the Bible, Jesus says in Matthew 5, You are blessed when you are at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are, no more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. He's food and drink in the best meal you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you'll find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get inside you're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. I got asked to bless a piano once. It had been donated by an old lady to the church where I was minister. What's that all about? Can you bless things as well as people? Look in a dictionary and it says that blessing is God's favour and protection. So a blessing, a blessing is a prayer asking for God's favour and protection. So I prayed for God's favour and protection on the piano that it would always be tuneful and not meet with any nasty accidents. But that's only half the story, because I also prayed that the piano would be a blessing to us, that through it and the gift of music, we might know more of God's favour in our lives. And for me, this is one of the two defining characteristics of a blessing. It's a two-way street, Blessings work for both the person blessed and the person offering the blessing. It's a bit like a gift. You give a gift and the person is delighted, but you get lots of pleasure yourself from the act of giving. I said there were two defining characteristics of a blessing. The other one is that it involves God. And when God's involved, there's always an element of mystery and surprise. When we offer someone a blessing or when we receive a blessing, we never know quite what's going to happen. What will God's favour and protection turn out to be? One of the outworkings of this is that blessings are not straightforward transactions. It's not a swap of two things of equal value. 
Blessings are almost always lopsided, uneven, unfair if you like. But that's to think of a blessing as something of human making rather than God's doing. And of course, that's why the Beatitudes seem to be so topsy-turvy when we listen to them. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Or in the message, message version, you're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. This is all about people finding themselves in tricky situations, but being told by Jesus that it will all be fine. Easy for Jesus to say, but what use are words on their own? And this is the crunch point, isn't it? They're not just words on their own. They are words of blessing. So God's involved. And Jesus isn't simply a man of words. He's all over the place, healing and preaching and teaching and setting things right. When Mark begins his gospel, the first words he writes are the beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. The message is clear. As the story unfolds, it will be good news, a great blessing for all those who hear. And when Luke finishes his gospel, it is with Jesus lifting up his hands and blessing the disciples. God, through Jesus, sends his protection and favour, his blessing, on us. As Jesus' followers then, our job is to do what Jesus did, to be God's blessing in the world. And that's this week's challenge. It's not rocket science, although it might be harder than you think. Can you become a blessing? Can you step into this space where we work with the mystery of God, stepping into this tradition and into the world-changing possibility of blessing, where both the giver and the receiver are changed, where the ripples in the pond spread ever wider, where the good news becomes real life. Some of the ideas for today's message come from a book called Running Over Rocks by Ian Adams. I want to read a prayer that he's written that I feel grows out of this idea of blessing and out of what Jesus was saying all those years ago when he sat down with his, with his disciples on the side of a hill and began, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. This is it. It's called Let's Go, a litany for the new world. Let's go, let's grow, let's go for a walk, let's not settle for talk, let's imagine new worlds, let's see fears unfurl, let's listen to dreams, let's paint the town green, 
Let's spike guns with flowers. Let's confront tyrants with prayers. Let's meet abuse with blessing. Let's hear people singing. Let's nurture our wonder. Let's pause to ponder. Let's stand amazed. Let's fall down dazed. Let's love this place. Let's be flooded with grace. Let's meet hate with love. Let's fly Picasso's dove. Let's honour our labour. Let's love God and neighbour. Let's eat bread and drink wine. Let's kiss and give time. Let's grow. Let's go. Then Jesus led them out as far as Bethany and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. That's it for now. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.